Hi, and welcome to the Wednesday Word, uh, our brand new podcast here at Desert Spring. It's sort of a midweek refresh, a deeper dive into Pastor David's sermon. Uh, so we're really excited to get this started. So let's begin with who we have today with us, which is, first of all, Anne Hardy. Hi, I'm Anne Hardy. My title of the church at the church is Outreach Director, um, but I uh, host online chat. If anybody out there um, worships online with us on Sunday morning, hi, you're my people. Um, and um, I'm also have a large communications director part to my um, to my job and marketing. Um, and I love my job and I love my coworkers. Wonderful. <laughs> and very excited to introduce one of our brand new co-workers here Yay. on staff, Sarah Pay. Hi everyone, I'm Sarah Pay. I am a co-director of Youth Ministries um, along with Hillary Klein. As of this week, very excited to get going. Um, loving the position and the work so far. So thank you for having me. Yeah, yeah. thank you for being here. Um, <laughs> it is... <laughs> It is really good to have you guys here. I'm Julie Hart, and I am transitioning from Sarah Pace, new job as youth director out of youth ministries uh, as the new director of Connectional Ministries. So, well, this is the last week of Pastor David's sermon of Matriarchs of the Faith, and I have loved this. I wish it could never end. I know it's ending, um, but I'm excited that we at least get to have our podcast um, dealing with that. And for those of you at home, we would love to have your comments. We're going to read Pastor David's sermon and stop with questions along the way. And as we answer them here in the podcast, we would love it if you would answer them and make your comments um, from where you are listening also. That would be great to hear. So let us begin with the scripture that he has for his devotional. Uh, it comes from 1 Corinthians 12, verses 4 through 11. Now there are a variety of gifts, but the same Spirit. And there are varieties of services, but the same Lord. And there are varieties of activities, but it is the same God who activates all of them in everyone. To each is given the manifestation of the Spirit for the common good. To one is given through the Spirit the utterance of wisdom, and to another the utterance of knowledge according to the same Spirit. To another, faith by the same Spirit. To another, gifts of healing by the, by the one Spirit. To another, the working of miracles. To another, prophecy. To another, the discernment of spirits. To another, various kinds of tongues. To another, interpretation of tongues. And these are all activated by one and in the same Spirit, who allots to each one individually, just as the Spirit chooses. Well, I love the scripture. This is the one we do a lot with youth uh, Sunday school camp. Um, and so this is, I'm really glad that this is the scripture that we're diving into. Yeah, we use, we use the scripture at our, um, at our uh, new member classes yes. when we help people to discern their gifts. Yes. So it's, it's a good one for people to know. Yes. We have a really good Mr. Potato Head lesson that goes along with it. <laughs> we'll have to show us that, show that later. Um, so here we go into Pastor David's um, devotional. He says, Last Sunday, I preached on the story of Dorcas, found in Acts 9, verses 36 through 42. In the story, we heard how Dorcas uses her ability to sow to make a difference in the lives of women in need. 
We also talked about what I can, the temptation, or I call the temptation of the spectacular. The temptation of the spectacular has to do with the belief that to make a real and lasting difference in the world requires more than we have to offer. Have you ever thought, what difference can I make? After all, I am just one person. I am like a drop of water in an ocean of human need. All I can do is blank. Um, so he asked the question, uh, and in a moment, not yet, and I'm gonna ask you to answer this. Have you ever struggled with feeling adequate when it comes to serving in ministry? And can you give an example? He says, today's passage of scripture tells us that God has given gifts. All of these are activated by one and the same spirit who allots to each one individually, just as the spirit chooses. The gifts being spoken of in the passage are abilities God has given you to be used to make a difference in the lives of others. The passage gives us examples of some of the gifts, wisdom, knowledge, optimism, healing, discernment, prophecy. Of course, this is just a few of the many kinds of gifts, God-given gifts that we have been given. More important than the list of gifts is the understanding that each of every one of us has gifts given to us by God for the common good. Dorcas was given gifts, and her gifts included being able to sew. And given that she never tired of helping people in need, she undoubtedly had the gift of mercy as well. Spiritual gifts from God can include teaching, preaching, music, dance, writing, praying, leading worship, counseling, helping and serving, encouraging, building, crafting, and so much more. All right, so back to you, Anne. Have you ever struggled with feeling adequate when it comes to serving in ministry? Yes. <laughs> yes, I sure have. And it may be more accurate in my case to say, when have I felt adequate to serve in ministry? Um, and I'm really glad that um, Pastor David brought up the temptation of the spectacular um, in this uh, devotional, and it kind of answered some of the questions that I had about it in the sermon um, and kind of brought it full circle for me. Um, lately, um, one of my struggles uh, has been when I'm doing live chat and prayer support uh, for our online worshipers, especially prayer support. You kind of wonder, am I saying the right thing? I kind of shoot up a quick little prayer. Help me to pray, mm -hmm. you know, what this person needs. And, and you know, I just kind of have to gulp and dive into it. But especially when those, I see those numbers climbing, you know, of attendees for the online worship service, I kind of get a little bit of stage fright. And it's like, oh, there's a lot of people reading the live chat and what I'm saying to people. And, and I think for myself, I have to remember that that is not humble. There's a little bit of pride in that. And, and I have to remember that I don't have to be, it's the temptation of spectacular. It doesn't have to be great. I don't have to be the best. Right. I just have to welcome people from God. Yep. Welcome, you know, welcome to worship and pray for people as best mm -hmm. I can. So, yeah. 
Yeah, that's a, that's a big question. Yeah, no, and that's a really good answer. And that's, that's exactly the being humble, but you know, it, it's, that's what you've been called to do. And that's the position that God has put you in. And so having that faith. So, yeah. 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 Okay, Sarah, and your first week here, but that doesn't have to do with uh, here on staff. But what about for you? Sure. So I've, I've been in ministry off and on throughout my adult life, but I think something that really resonates with me in conjunction with the temptation of the spectacular is remembering that the kingdom of heaven is at hand. And even if I'm not, you know, a minister at a church or with a, an official label, um, I'm still living my life as a follower of Jesus. Mm -hmm. So it's important to remember that, you know, nothing is wasted with God. And even mm -hmm. when I feel like that is true for me, the Holy Spirit works even through what I feel like has just spilled, you know? So, so absolutely, I felt inadequate. And absolutely, I trust God to fill in the gaps. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that's so good. Yeah. Yeah. This past Sunday was your first Sunday leading youth, and it took me back 25, 6, I don't know, many years ago when it was my first Sunday as a youth director um, at University United Methodist Church a long time ago. And, I mean, after that first Sunday, I went to the pastor who had hired me. Why, I don't know, because I did not know. What I, and I was like, I'm a terrible, terrible mistake. Like, I'm terrified of teenagers. I cannot. <laughs> like, what were, were any of us thinking? And... You know, he did not accept that, and, you know, he just continued to encourage as I went along, but it's easy to just, you know, feel so overwhelmed by that, and so it was such a joy to watch you guys uh, on your first Sunday. Yeah. So, it was so fun. It really was. <laughs> it really was. Scary and fun. Yeah. yeah. Scary yeah. and fun. Yes. yes. Welcome like to a roller coaster. <laughs> Welcome to youth ministry. That is what it is. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. Uh, so uh, the next question that Pastor David asks, he says, as you think about your life, what God-given gifts and abilities do you have? Don't think of them as comparisons to others, as if the ability only counts as a gift if you are the best or at least great at it. Just think that that is the temptation of the spectacular. Instead, just think about your life and abilities and talents that you are a part of. So, Sarah, going to you again, as you think about your life, what God-given gifts and abilities do you have? Sure. So, I don't know if I have any that are specific to the list that was already mentioned, but two that came to mind were the gift of paying attention and the gift of listening. So, those are two that, if at least I'm not super talented in yet, they're two that I'm drawn to and curious about. Mm -hmm. Um, so for example, if I may, um, there was one day, I have two family dollar stories, but I'm going to tell the first one. Um, there was one day outside of family dollar that a gentleman asked, um, for a bag of chips. And I said, okay, you know, I'll be right in and out. I'll grab you some chips. Well, I remember going to the chip aisle and feeling the Holy Spirit to say, stop, wait, listen, and... I was drawn to pick a, a bag of chips that I like, that are my favorite, praying that hopefully this gentleman would enjoy them too. So I go to check out and everything, and I bring the bag of chips out to the gentleman, and I say, you know, these are my favorite. I hope you like them too. And he said, you're kidding. These are my favorite. Uh -huh. So it's just those small moments, yeah. you know, for me, 
where God really shows up in those little details. And especially when I know that God is asking me to wait and listen, um, that he really pulls through. So I think that the, uh, the gift of paying attention and listening is something that I'm drawn to. Also, super awesome in youth ministry because that's what, that's what it's about. So what a blessing that will be. I also noticed that's a lot of new names, a lot of kids, and how much by the end of the day that you knew the kids' names and knew things about them. So, yeah, it was evident that you were listening and paying attention. So Cool, cool. Yeah, it sounds like that gift is really, those gifts are going to really serve you well. I think our, our kids struggle with having an adult pay attention to them and having an adult listen to them. And, um, and I think that, that you'll really bring something special to their lives, especially if, you know, you're representing the church. So it's like, oh, the church hears me, but, you know, mm -hmm. it, it'll be really a good, good gifts to bring. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Thank you both. I pray God uses that. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. For sure. For sure. What about you, Anne? Yeah, um, I love that Pastor David brings up um, don't compare. Mm -hmm. um, I fall into, again, that temptation to compare my gifts and how God is using them with others. Um, when I first um, uh, attended Desert Spring Church, um, I was teaching preschool, Sunday school. And the children's ministry director was KC. And she was so able. And I would come to her with a problem and she would solve it right away. And she was so giving and loving. And I just thought, I'm never going to be like her. Mm -hmm. What am I even doing here? You know? Mm -hmm. And I just, it, I had to stop myself from comparing. And it seems like a lot of my spiritual low points have to do when I admire someone else's gift and and then think to myself, I'll never, mm -hmm. I'll never be like that, you know. So um yeah, that's a low point for me. But uh, again, talking about my gifts and abilities is uncomfortable. I I feel a little like, oh, it's gonna sound braggy if yeah. I start to talk about what my abilities are. Yeah. Um my, my number one, when I take spiritual gifts inventories, my number one gift is prayer. Mm -hmm. So I like to pray for people. I feel when God is leading me, he'll put names into my, he, he put a name on my heart this past week of somebody that I knew in elementary school and hadn't thought of since. Yeah. And I'm thinking, where did that name come from? That was wild. So I'm praying for this, this boy that I went to elementary school with. But yeah, it's, it's amazing when that he gives you these abilities and then calls you to use them in whatever small way that, that you can. Or big way. I think that's what I've loved so much about this series of, of Pastor David interviewing different women in the church and really getting getting the chance to admire the the gifts that they have and their stories and their faith stories and the sharing. And I think what it's taught me is it's, it is important to share those things because it's important to we're we're helping everyone else along. And so when we're when we're sharing 
what our gifts and our own spiritual walks that's that's helping to encourage others to share also so yeah definitely I agree with that and and Kimmy Bester said it in her interview you know I'm not sitting here talking about me I'm I'm able to sit here and talk about God and that's so much easier yeah than talking about yourself so I I those interviews and those stories have been such a blessing yeah and they're all available on on the church's Vimeo yeah 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 that's really really good yeah, for me, I think um, faith and hospitality and mercy are my top gifts. And so it's, that's, yeah, you're in ministry. So I think that's, I have been very thankful for, for that. And I also like to just gather people together. That's been really hard in COVID because I'm just used to <laughs> gathering people together. And this, you know, it's, it's, that was a challenge. You're really good at that. Yeah. Gathering people. Yeah. Yeah, people are attracted, I think. It's good. I like parties. Yeah, yeah, time to party. Time to party. <laughs> Forget COVID. Um, okay, so closing out, uh, Pastor David says, Last Sunday, I ended my sermon by making the statement, The kingdom of God is not built upon the spectacular. It is built upon the people like you and me using the gifts we have, doing what we know how to do to make a difference in the lives of others. So he asked, what does this mean to you? Again, this is un- uncomfortable, but some good friends, um, people who attend the church and friends of, of my husband and I um, came down with COVID. And, you know, what can you do? What can I do? I can pray for them, but I wanted to do something else. I wanted to physically support them in some fashion. So I texted and reached out and asked if they needed a meal. And so it's something that was small but it's definitely something I could do for them. And they were very, very glad to not have to come up with something for dinner that night. So it's small, but it was meaningful for them. And and I enjoyed doing that as well. Yeah, that that is such a gift. I know when my stepdad passed away earlier this year, I told my mom, we could have casseroles until about November. <laughs> She's like, what is going on here? The yeah. people offering, it was so very kind. Yeah, it is It, it is, is a blessing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about you, Sarah? So here is Dollar Store story number two. <laughs> you know where Sarah hangs out in your free time. My Dollar Store ministry, just kidding. Um, but this time, there were a couple of young teenagers on bikes outside of Family Dollar. They don't have jobs yet. They said, excuse me, miss, will you please buy us a bag of chips? Again, with the chips. Wow. I said, this time, I knew better, so I said, okay, sure, what's your favorite? They said, the green Doritos. Mm-hmm. So this time I knew to go in and get green Doritos. I didn't have to stop and listen and pray and ask. <laughs> because I had it straight from the mouth of the right? Um, so I got the green Doritos and returned, um, and they were, they were happy. God bless, miss, thank you so much. Um, and my fiance then just turned to me and said, well, that was nice of you. And I was like, well, it pretty much meant nothing to me, but quite possibly everything to them. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I kind of see gifts, you know, from God that way. That's so rude. They, they may come <laughs> naturally to us, given yeah. that there's something that we do frequently or that we feel comfortable doing. But to the recipient, wow, yeah. it could mean so much more than we realize. Yeah. Um, so, you know, maybe in, in the case of offering a meal like you did, Anne, um, it was easy for you to cook, but to them, that would have been a huge labor. 
while they're experiencing COVID. So um, I just think about that instance and remember that small things mm -hmm. are still big they things. They do, uh -huh. and you don't know what that meant to them. Yeah. You just bought them a bag of chips, no big deal. But what if that was the only act of kindness that they had experienced that week? Sure. Or what if you were the only smile that they saw? Or what if, you know, yeah. you just, you don't know what people are going through. Yeah. It's true. And when you're 12, chips are very important. That's right. <laughs> That's right. So, yeah. yes. It's funny. I, I When I saw this question, what does this mean to you? I thought about how in ministry, uh, you know, we're always recruiting volunteers and finding ways for people to jo joyfully serve. And I know I worked with Pastor David many, many years ago at University Church, and he called me several times before I came here. <laughs> and, and I'm like, well, you know what? I, I don't have a posse anymore. I don't, I don't have this, you know. And I guess, like, that wasn't really having enough faith. Like, the body of Christ was not just at University Church. The body of Christ was, <laughs> turns out, also here at Desert Spring Church. And now I look around, and it's just amazing, you know, the small things that make such a difference. You know that, and we have these people that are willing to do that, and so oh yeah, yeah, amazing yes. people, yep. yeah. And I think of those women that were willing to tell of their stories, yes. and that what a gift that was to all of us. Yeah, and it, you know, just the storytelling, yeah. just the storytelling. Well, finally, he says it's a challenge to all of us, and hopefully, those of you at home are going to make. We want to hear your comments below. Uh, finally, how might you use the gifts God has given you to bless the life of someone else this week? Sarah, I'll put you on the spot, but there you are. Sure, <laughs> sure. So I think when you touched on, you know, my goal on Sunday to remember names, yeah. um, just to pray for those names. I'm not going to get to see them these next couple of weeks. I'll be away at school. But as the names occurred to me, like Anne even mentioned, her childhood classmate, as those names occurred to me, I'm going to challenge myself to pray for them and pray mm -hmm. for their start to the school year and ask that the Lord blesses them. So mm -hmm. that's yeah. my plan. That's a blessing. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we all need prayer. Yeah. What about you, Anne? What do you do this week? Well, I am enjoying reaching out um, to our church family through uh, text. Mm -hmm. um, and so I like to ask people if they need prayer. Um, I like to um, just say hi and, and just say that, you know, someone at church is thinking of you. And people have found that um, way more meaningful than I ever yeah. thought, you know, just to have somebody at the church say, hi, how are you? Um, I'm praying for you today. Um, so that that's praying during the week for our church family, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I think for me, um, I am always excited. I've been doing ministry a lot of years and I am blessed to have people not like Sarah and Hillary and also other people that I get a chance to you know, it's like the next generation, you know, and so I have a couple meetings with people that I'm trying to also be encouraging with in their ministries, and it's so exciting. My son, Louis, came and was a camp counselor this couple of weeks ago at camp, and he, at the age of almost 25, was, it was so incredible for him to have his co-counselor in his cabin had been a camper at one point. He's like, now I'm teaching him to be a counselor. I'm like, yep. And that's, 
that's the way it goes. It just, that's how we keep that going. And so I think just, just, you know, passing it on. Yeah. That's the kingdom of God. It's, yeah. You know, you tell a friend and they tell yep. a friend and yes. that's, that's how it goes. Yeah. So very exciting. And thank you uh, for being here. We kind of jumped. Welcome to staff and you have the podcast, Sarah. It's uh, so wonderful. We're so excited to have you here as a part of our staff and church family. So thank you. And to you, thank you, Anne. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you. To those of you listening or watching from home, we thank you for joining us. If you are watching on Vimeo or Facebook, again, we'd love to hear your comments. You can listen to us on the go with Spotify or Apple Music. And we really hope that you will join us again next week to dive into that Pastor David's sermon, uh, starting a new series coming up. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Thank you, Julie. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs>